welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. At Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. I'm Eric Guy, Chief Victory Officer here at the Center for Victory. It's great uh, to have one of our uh, senior partners here, Miss Christy Colley. Hi. And uh, today, we're going to continue uh, on their month. We've been talking about Wonder Women, and I think you've got a great topic to share with us. Um, from even your perspective and the folks that you work with and that we've worked with, it's called Midlife Reset. And I just would like to kind of jump into it and say, like, that's an interesting concept, but I know I know how it came about, but can you share it with other folks? Like, how did that, like, what, what's a Midlife Reset? Sure, <laughs> sure, I know. Well, it's a term, it's, it's my own term that I've been using for a while to just describe this phenomenon. How did I... How did I get here, right? I've been on the planet now 40-some years, 50-some years for some of us. Um, and, and I have to tell you, this midlife reset, as I call it, it can happen when you're younger. It can happen when you're a little older, too. It's this continuum of, of life, mm -hmm. right, yeah. where you put all this energy into all of these facets of living, right? And um, you achieve so much success, all of us do, whether it's as parents and spouses and friends and family members and, and at work. And all of a sudden, it's this sense that comes over you, like, what am I doing here? How, how did this end up being my life? How is this the sum total of me? And, um, and so this midlife reset, I think, is actually a really positive experience. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes we tend to ignore it, right? And, um, but I think there's some tips, and I think there's some ways of looking at it as an opportunity to kind of take stock of yourself. And uh, so with the month coming up where we're talking about Wonder Woman, um, I I'm speaking for my people, you know, for, yeah. for other women like yeah. me. Um, you know, we want to do it all. And, uh, and, and some days we actually manage to do that, and many days we fall short. And um, when we talk about a midlife reset, it's really about taking stock of what's important in here, right? Not what I'm supposed to be doing, mm -hmm. or what everyone else's expectations are of me and feeling that judgment, right? That, that method of measurement, you know, am I measuring up? Am I good enough? And Which can get very overwhelming. Yeah, it gets in your head. <laughs> you know, it gets in your head and it makes life just feel, um, it can be toxic, yeah. right? It can be toxic. Now, tell, just tell some folks, uh, kind of your background, yeah. because, I mean, you, you know, you do all this and yeah. you, you have an interesting situation because you're... You've done it on your own for a while, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'll I let have. you talk. Yeah, I have. So a um, couple of things, just navigating, you know, big life circumstances. I was very fortunate enough to, after quite a number of years of infertility treatment, I was fortunate enough to be able to adopt my daughter, turn 17 next week. I can't believe it. Um, so that was a journey itself and, mm -hmm. and caused, a, created a lot of points of questioning, right? What is life going to be? Mm -hmm. What's my role, right? And, uh, and I'm also seven years out of separation and divorce and yeah. kind of starting life over, uh, changing careers to have more flexibility, to be able to take care of my child, um, figuring out what do I end up doing and be able to make enough, you know, mm -hmm. economically to cover the cost of the life that I planned for her and me, um, and creating a multifaceted life so I didn't get stuck in just 
work in mothering. Yeah, I think it's important for our listeners to know. I mean, some some people just kind of look at us and so you know, I yeah. we hear it a lot. Well, you you got you have it all together, yeah. or you, know, you look like you have it all together. So, well, well, there you didn't see like right. 10, 15, 20 yeah. years ago, hot mess. Yes. Right. Yeah. And yeah. how that came about. So I think it's really important to give encouragement to people, especially this month with women, like yeah. you can get this done. It is possible. It is possible. There's going to be some trials. There's going to be, yeah. I mean, you know, you've, you've gone through a lot of things as have I, yeah. um, and that's why I like this topic of this mm-hmm. kind of midlife reset, because it's like, okay, are, do you own your life or do your life, does your life own you? Right. And a lot of people, I think they feel like their life owns them and yeah. then they just stay stuck. It gets stuck. Yeah. It feels like a freight train that somehow you got a ticket to ride and you want to get off and you don't know how because it seems so daunting yeah right how do I slow it down I have so many responsibilities I have so many obligations I have so many expectations that I have to mm-hmm. meet so I think navigating through this and I hear this from a lot of my coaching clients as well and, and there's a lot of triggers right there's a lot of situations that can serve as catalysts or, or, or um, calls to hit that reset button you know, I lost my dad this year, and, and that was really trying for me. I kind of lost, like, my best friend, right? Yeah. And so kind of resetting this journey of, okay, so how do I continue doing all that I do and what I'm focused on, and also make sure that I'm committing time to my mother, right? right. yeah. So it kind of comes to, you know, they were doing fine and having a great life, and I talk to them on the phone all the time, but now I'm like, you know what? I need to spend time with her. Mm-hmm. I can't just have the phone calls. Right. And so this midlife reset comes from, I think, being somewhat disciplined. And um, the best advice I got from uh, a gentleman I used to work with uh, when I was going through my divorce and, and starting my consulting practice and figuring out what do I, how do I raise this 10-year-old on my own? And uh, he said, you know what, Christy? It's about time you get selfish. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's not a bad thing. Why do we like lull ourselves into this idea that being selfish, being being really channeled with what's important for you in living your life, isn't really a priority? Yeah, right? you don't have to be a martyr to. No, no. <laughs> it's actually better Just if you be do take care it. of yourself because you can take better yeah. care of of other people. Yeah. And I, I always like the analogy yeah. of, uh, I mean, I'm always on a plane, and it, you know that message of you know put your mask on first before you help. Yeah. Someone else, and that's a good reminder. Like you, you know, we're constantly putting on the mask of other people, and we're depriving right. ourselves of the oxygen right. that we need. Yeah. And then we can't. We're not very yeah. helpful. Yeah. And it's. I think it goes a long way. Sometimes we don't realize. You know, our our words have meaning, but our actions have meaning too. And there's just as much messaging that comes out of our behavior and mm-hmm. the way we handle challenges and come out the other side, and it makes a mark. I, I've had friends say to me, you know, Christy. I'm um, going through a really tough time right now, and I remember how you handled this. I was oblivious that there was even any recognition of that. Again, in my head, I was a hot mess, right. so I didn't think anything that I was demonstrating made any sense. So um, so it does have meaning. Your children, your family, they're, they're seeing you living that example, and when they see how you handle tough stuff, it can also give them powerful tools that they can then rely on in their future. Um, but I think it's about um, getting disciplined and, and creating a plan. How do I get from uh, 
being a passenger on this freight train, right, mm-hmm. to actually being the conductor of my own train. Yeah, right? that's what I was going to ask you uh, next mm-hmm. is just what, what have you found or what do you find to be some of the most important ways yeah. that you've figured it out and you've helped other people figure it out? I mean, yeah. there, and there's no, like, cookie cutter, here's how to do it, but yeah. there's some, some helpful ways. Yeah, it's, it, I don't think it's formulaic. I think different people have some different needs, but here's what I've learned. Um, one healthy dose of self-awareness self, uh, uh, and authenticity. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about that in, in our work, but it's, it's really important in your personal life as well. Look at what you're strong in. Look at your strengths. Look at what makes you happy. And don't apologize for it. If it's doodling, if it's reading, if it's creating something, if it's um, organizing your closet, whatever that exchange of energy is that actually makes you feel kind of at peace. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to really channel that, especially during times of stress um, or times where you feel like you don't have control, which we never do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think really making room for those practices that give you an outlet, um, especially when you feel like you don't have time to do that, mm-hmm. that's the time you need to create because that's where you're going to get your best thinking Yeah. when you're centered. I think it's all about kind of creating a home for yourself inside yourself correct right and so um for some people like me i have a lot of words Mm -hmm. i talk and i need to talk through things to actually think so i found i have my posse you know i have my my band of girlfriends that have been with me on those ugly crying days right Right. they still show up for more and um uh, my one friend, I actually said, you know, I need to think through this. Here are some of the questions I'm trying to answer, and I need to get this out of my head. Could you help me with this? And she actually, we sat down, we met for coffee a couple of times. We scheduled it. She made a commitment to me. I made a commitment mm-hmm. to her. She wasn't there to have answers for me. Right. She was just there as my, my, um, my partner in helping me discover what this is. Now, for her, um, and, she, and she's been a coaching client of mine as well, journaling really was a powerful tool for her when she was going through this about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a widow, and uh, she had gone through a lot of, of changes in her family and uh, had to create a new life for herself. Journaling was really powerful for her. And out of the journaling, she found some patterns of messaging, some things that were almost reminders to herself, of some things that maybe she needed to put a little more, more time and thinking into. Mm-hmm. Um, but underlying all of it, so that's that's how you might channel things you're aware of. But sometimes there's some things that you're not aware of. And I found um, actually a, a really helpful tool, the Values Index. Right. I know we, we use that at Center yeah. for Victory. Actually, you can get the index <laughs> if you go on our website. Right. right? I found that a remarkable um, and very powerful um, tool and uh, use of information. Actually, you and I went through this. Right. Um, yeah. I remember, remember talking to you about values when I was starting my, my consulting practice, and it came down to what's really important to you. What, where are you on that continuum of making a difference? And get aligned with that, yeah. right? And yeah. I think you just, it, yeah. well, I know I feel better too when mm-hmm. I'm aligned with that. When I'm yeah. out of alignment with that, when I'm not doing things that I'm passionate about, it goes deeper than just behavior. It really does. Right? It, it really affects you. It affects the way you, the lens you use in viewing your life and your interaction with other people. It gets really wonky. Well, then going back to what you said earlier, it's just like what everybody else is saying that I should do compared to what, like, what do I want right. to do? 
Like yeah. I don't align with whatever right. the feedback everybody else is yeah. giving me, and it's too overwhelming. Right. And how do I, how do I navigate through it? Can yeah. mind boggle yeah. me sometimes? And sometimes I think um, this discovery, you know, it's it's work. Yeah. It's hard work, and sometimes to really realize um, yourself in this place. Um, you know, I remember looking at some of the the insights that came out of this tool mm-hmm. and, and talking with people and thinking about, oh my goodness, I could actually be on this planet another 50 years. I mean, all my grandparents lived into their 90s, yeah. so like, there's actually a chance right. I could be around another 40 or 50 years. What am I doing? What, what do I want to do? What is going to be a life well lived? Mm-hmm. And really looking at taking that into context and going, I actually am in charge of doing that. Yeah. And that's not up to someone else. And, um, and and finding and discovering that for yourself. It's going to be your truth. And I think that that's a really powerful tool. And that really allows a midlife reset, right? You can do anything Absolutely. with a plan and uh, with passion and, and when you're aligned. And uh, I think that's the exciting part of this conversation. So getting started, what would mm-hmm. you... What would you say just to the folks that are just kind of going through this? Because I know this is going to resonate with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, where do they get started? What would you tell them to do? Here's so they're not overwhelmed. W- one or two things just to say, hey, look. Yeah. This is where you should get started at. So sometimes um, the catalyst is something really clear, right? right? It's uh, the loss of a job. It's a diagnosis. It's um, um, a separation. It's it's whatever. It's really clear. Um, sometimes it's more subtle, right? I just have this feeling like I'm just not me anymore. I'm just stuck. I am not happy with the way I look. I'm not happy with the way I feel. I don't like where I live. I don't like my outfits. You know, whatever it is. Um, so I think get real with what's creating mm-hmm. this this tension, right? Write it down. Make a note of it. Now, some people use index cards. Some people map things on their yeah. walls. Some people are more visual. Um, record yourself talking about it if that's helpful to you. But I think get real on what's creating the tension. And then ask yourself, not what is wrong with this, but what can I do about it? What action can I take to get some um, coping techniques or some realization around this? Am I really unhappy in my job? What can I do about that? Mm-hmm. Is there a conversation I can have? Is there a different technique or approach to my insurmountable to-do list? Is it um, some dynamic I have with a colleague that really I, j- I just don't feel comfortable working with them? Is there something I can do to better navigate that? What can I do? Take back some control, right? So, yeah, take more responsibility instead yeah. of reacting to life. Yeah. Respond to it. Respond to it. So make a list. I, I really believe I, I talk more about making a list than I actually make a list. But I think in this stage, get disciplined about it. Carve out some time for yourself. Um, and, and really treat it like a doctor's appointment, right? Like yeah. we don't blow off our doctor's appointments. They're hard to get, right? There's a purpose to going to them. You know you're supposed to get your annual. You need your blood pressure checked, whatever. This is your appointment with yourself, doctor self. Right? Mm-hmm. So make an appointment. I had one client who in her busy life, and it really was busy, very chaotic, she was getting up at 5 a.m. on Saturday mornings for four Saturdays in a row. She made a commitment to herself, I'm going to get up, I'm going to spend a half an hour, and I'm going to work through really what it is that isn't ideal for me, 
mark that down, and then figure out one or two things that I can do about that to change where I will be in six months, right? What can I do? Is there someone I can talk to? Is there a resource or some learning that I can do? It's a very different habit mm -hmm. that I need to have. Do I need to start saying no? Right. Right? I'm not going to do that anymore. You know what? I used to be in two book clubs. I love going to book clubs. I can't go to book club. I can't read the books. Right. <laughs> you know? I can't. There is reading I have to do for my work. There's yeah. now reading I have to do for my, my daughter looking at colleges. Oh my gosh, I feel like I need a whole new degree for that. But I had to say no. It doesn't mean that I won't be able to participate in book club down the road. Mm -hmm. But right now, that's not working for me. Yeah. So making some of those hard decisions and, and just making choices, okay. I think. So, uh, can sum it up, you know, at the end here, mm -hmm. can you sum it up with, you know, three to four bullet points and just say, hey, look, these are some tips, especially for who's listening to this this month. We're, yeah. we're kind of, yeah. you know, very uh, much a target of going after women and helping them out and, sure. and things. So what would you tell women? Three or four things. Here, here's what you should do. Mm -hmm. Go after and do this. Be selfish. <laughs> it's okay. You have permission. You can say, hey, Christy told me. Okay? Be selfish about yourself, your time, your energy, because mm -hmm. only you can own that. Okay? Number two, make a plan for yourself. Put it on your calendar and be disciplined. It might be over the next four weeks. It might be over the next six weeks. Don't go much further than that because it's, it's too overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Shorter increments, short-term blocks of time, uh, considerations, and then action plans. Okay? Um, and try to figure out if you could change one thing and be in a different place in six months, what's that one thing that you can change, right? What can I own today that will make six months from now feel better, okay? Um, number three, I think we're on. Um, get some friends, okay? We have them, we don't always call them to action. And you know, there's no greater um, dose of friendship and respect than to say to someone, I trust you enough, can you listen? Right? Mm -hmm. It's really a very powerful exchange and it'll deepen your friendship. Pick somebody you actually trust, right? Yeah. Um, number four, get some insights maybe um, from some outside resources, whether it's those friends or colleagues, uh, somebody that you can talk to, a values index or some other tool like that, mm -hmm. a behavioral tool, um, because we all have blind spots, yeah. right? And so really building that self-awareness means really recognizing and being aware of who you are. And then be patient with yourself, right? That's a, well, that's a good be one to end on. Be patient with yourself. You don't have to be perfect. Right. Very good one to end on. I appreciate that. Okay. appreciate you being here. Uh, hope you've got value from this. I'm going to end it with a quote from uh, actually J-Lo. Uh, it says, doubt is a killer. Uh, you just have to know who you are. And what you stand for. Yeah. And that's good. And that's what you talked about. So I thought yeah. we'd put J-Lo in there for you today. Well, I love J-Lo too. You know, you know uh, you're, you're kind of like our J-Lo. Right? <laughs> right? We, we call you the Irish yeah. hammer. Yeah, I am the Irish right? hammer, right. right? Okay. But that's the, you know. But uh, that's it for today, folks. We really appreciate you watching. Yeah. I hope you got a lot of value out of it. I certainly did. Um, make sure you leave uh, this video a like and leave a comment down in the comment section below. We'd also appreciate it if you hit that subscribe button as well as the bell icon so that way you can get notified when we post next. If you'd like more information either on uh, 
Christy or I, you can visit us at centerforvictory.com. And just remember, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make this your best day yet. See ya. Thank you.